Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Today, I want to talk about the, okay, so there's a book that I have been listening to on Audible. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. And so for that, I thought about it. I said, you know, there's a lot of ways in which, you know, I, I, audibles are hard for me. I can't really, I like to listen to audibles because I, I drive to work, but it's very hard. I need to really get into a book. So just, you know, real talk, I've only gotten through like the first half of chapter like I can't it's hard when I need to listen to an audible book like on a plane or someplace where I'm not trying to pay attention to something else like driving so I haven't been as successful I may try to do more of my audible like when I'm riding my bike or working out or something like that but anyway it made me think about um the fact that when it comes to your finances people tend to struggle with the idea of saying no so I've done a podcast in the past about being able to just say no but it goes a little further than that so part of my job my my whole entire job part of it is to is to say no I say no to most things that people ask for most questions people have I say no and when I say yes people are very excited because when I say yes that means money is going to flow to them for something that they want but for the most part money they're asking for money for something that they should not they should not be asking for they don't need we don't have the money for etc etc so um I say no a lot but what I learned early in my career was that saying no is very hard for people to hear so I had to learn the art of saying no without just saying the word no the art of saying no but uh, saying yes to something else. So it's a little bit of an art of a negotiation if we keep in those terms, right? So it's almost like I will say no, but I won't actually say the word no. I'll say how, and, and, and you know, offer an alternative. How about instead of that, that. And so someone will ask me, you know, in the context of work thing, can they make a purchase and the purchase is, you know, $10,000. And at that time we either don't have $10,000 or I just don't see that $10,000 is worth what we should spend to get what they're asking for. So instead of just saying a flat out no, I'll say, you know, this is not a good time for that. But however, but and however, what about this $5,000 alternative or option? And when you do that, sometimes it can soften the blow of a hard no. Now, I know that in, when it comes to your own personal finances and when you have to say no to other people, that's a whole nother thing. Like I have a whole podcast. It's called Just Say No. If you go back in the archives, look for Just Say No. That podcast I'm talking about when people in your life ask you for money or ask you for things that you don't have that you need to just say no. And that is not a negotiable no. That doesn't have to be a, a, a you know, a, a soft no. That can just be no. Like, no, period. Because sometimes you have to say no to other people to say yes to yourself. So that's a different kind of a no. The no I'm talking about today is the one for which sometimes when you have to say no to yourself, sometimes you don't need to clonk your own self over the head with a hardcore aggressive no. Now, if you are the person who needs that, by all means, please clonk yourself over the head with a hell no and move on. But sometimes it doesn't make you feel good to have to just keep saying no to yourself. So there are times when, and again, I am not a person who's opposed to the fact or, or in opposition of the idea that everything can't be harsh. Everything that's it relates to your finances can't make you feel bad. You won't keep participating. 
So there is an understanding that there are emotions tied to this. And as much as I talk about how we cannot let our emotions control our finances, I am an, I acknowledge that emotions do exist within the context of finances. And so there are things that you have to do sometimes in order to manage the emotions. So if there is something that you want to do and you've already done the assessment, which I hope you're doing now constantly, whenever you want to do something, you're making a, a quick assessment about whether or not you can afford it. And you're you're thinking about the underlying financial fundamentals like contributing to your retirement, contributing to your savings and managing your debt. That if all three of those things are intact and on point, then you're considering whether or not you can afford to do something. And sometime after doing that first assessment of the three fundamentals and then um, looking at your your rest of your finances, you see that you can't afford something. And that it's not in your best interest to make the purchase or do the activity. That doesn't change your desire, want, and need to do it. And so sometimes you don't need to just say to hell with yourself and say, ah, I can't have it. No, no, no. Sometimes you need to do a, a soft negotiation with yourself and say, listen, I can't afford to spend uh, um, $500 on Beyonce tickets right now. It's just not in the budget. And But I really want to go. Um, and so... You can either say to yourself, no, you're not going to Beyonce. You don't deserve Beyonce, you know, all that stuff and just beat yourself up. And sometimes in order to get yourself to do the right thing, you got to give yourself a little tough love. But other times you may need to say, sis, you can't afford $500 Beyonce tickets because that's just not in the budget. But they do sell, you know, $100 up in the sky box, but far, far away tickets. How bad do you really want to see Beyonce? Because that's an alternative. And at that point, you have a right. You have an opportunity to say to yourself, "I could watch Beyonce when the t- concert comes on Title or when it comes on HBO for to be that far away." That do I need to spend a hundred dollars on that? And maybe that's a negotiation. Or maybe you say to yourself. I got to see Beyonce. I need to see it. I can't afford the tickets I really want, which are the ones that's right down on the floor in the VIP section. But I'm going to go to the show anyway. I'm going to go by myself as to not have to buy a second ticket. I'm going to take the train instead of drive. You know, I'm going to do these things because I really want to see Beyonce. That's a negotiation. That's offering up yourself an alternative to the initial thing that you want. The thing that you have to say no to in order to kind of mitigate the the heaviness or the, the the emotion that may come when you have to say no to yourself and I know the Beyonce thing is like a small thing but there are things like that you know where you may say I want to move I want a new house I want a new apartment I'm tired of this place I'm living I want a new what I want I can't afford right now so then you can say to yourself you know what I can't afford to move right now but I can put some money to the side and give myself the opportunity to, let's say, redo a room, redo a bedroom, you know, and it may not be like buying new furniture, but maybe I can get a new bed set, I can change the curtains, you know, I can add a new rug, and maybe that will give me the feeling I'm desiring that does, that would come with moving that I can't afford. You know, it, it's things like that. It's the ways in which you have to, you have to say no. There are times in your finances where you have to say no, but sometimes there's an opportunity to give yourself a soft negotiation. Uh, you know, say offer yourself up an alternative and say, you know what, it may not be this. You don't always have to cut off your arm. You know, you don't always have to be that drastic. There are times when you can say to yourself, you know, I know that my desire is A, but there are op- there's option F on the menu 
Does option F work for me? If it doesn't work, then the answer is just no and you just won't do it. But there are times when you have alternatives and you should you should explore those alternatives as to not make financial management something that is so painful for you that you don't want to stick with it. It's like a diet, right? You should not, and I always bring it back to this because it's a really good analogy, but you should not, when you're on a diet, just say, you know, I'm only going to eat salad with no dressing, no anything on. I'm only going to eat lettuce and that's it. You know, you go that far. When you have a craving for sweets, you're just going to eat a bucket of ice cream because you've gone too far. And so you have to include all that stuff and incorporate it into what you're doing so that there's never a point where you're like, you want to go binge onto something that's so financially to your detriment because you've been denying yourself so much. So have a healthy negotiation with yourself. And at the end, when you need to say no, say no. But understand that you can also say no and offer up an alternative. And that works just as well. So just something to consider. So today I want to also mention to you that um, next week on um, May 24th, I'll be doing a webinar um, called Get Your Financial in the House in Order 2. The webinar will be live next Thursday at 12, I'm sorry, at 8 o'clock. Um, this will be myself and Shauna Fowler, licensed real estate professional. You can follow her at um, Realtor Shauna on Instagram. And we'll be doing this webinar. Um, you'll be able to register tomorrow. The registration information will be on my Instagram. It will be on um, on the uh, financial emancipation page on Facebook, and it will be on um, all myself and Shauna's social media social media site. So you can register for it. It's a free webinar. You just register, join us, um, and, and it, it'll be great because we'll be interactive. And if you're unable to make the webinar, the the video of the webinar will be up. Um, on the website within a couple of days after it's completed. And so send me an email and I'll get, get you access to that. So just, it's something that is, it's a good thing we're going to do. We're going to talk about getting your financial house in order. And really it's about any ways in which you can get your finances in order in preparation of home ownership, but also in preparation of any large purchase you want to make in the future. So if you haven't already done so, head on over to Instagram. My Instagram is uh, Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter, F-I-N Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at um, at Financial Emancipation. Join the Facebook group there. Um, you'll get a bunch of updates. We're having some fun conversations over there. And if you have any questions about the webinar, about anything, send me an email, Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K, at thefinancialemancipation.com. I thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.